Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I am Denise, and I greet you with the love of Jesus in Jesus' name from the Dwelling House in Tampa, Florida. Memorial Day commemoration is traditionally documented for May 30th each year. However, the law of the land has changed the commemoration date to be the last Monday in May. So, on May 25th this year, here in the United States of America, we will commemorate Memorial Day. It is a day set aside to honor the bravery of our military services members who have died in the line of duty to this nation. A common phrase used among the military services is these are fallen men and women. Fallen because they pay the ultimate sacrifice of giving their lives in service to America. Yet while I do not worship their departed souls and spirits, and please know that I have absolute respect for the duty and selfless service of my fallen brothers and sisters in arms. It is proper to respect their redoubtable service to this nation, and we honor their willingness to unhesitatingly and without mental reservation protect our freedoms. These are they who would lay down their lives for those whom they never met, for perhaps a neighbor, and even a friend. In the collective minds and hearts of any warrior who has had the privilege of wearing the uniform, these men and women made the ultimate sacrifice. While these brave men and women gave their, their lives and themselves and made the ultimate sacrifice, let us remember that Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God and the firstborn of many brethren, is the ultimate sacrifice who paid the ultimate price for our salvation and our freedom from the oppression and bondage of sin. Jesus Christ, God's only begotten Son, restored the privilege of righteousness through a righteous relationship with our Heavenly Father. Jesus Christ set the example for leadership and, more importantly, for sonship, for how we are to be as servant leaders. His obedience to do the will of his Father, nothing more, nothing less, nothing else, his paying the ultimate price and being the ultimate sacrifice resulted in his death and burial. But hope above hope, Jesus Christ was resurrected, ascended to heaven to be with our Father, and is seated at the right hand of the throne. And the best news ever is that Jesus Christ is coming back again. The Lamb of God will return as the Lion of Judah, King of Kings and Lord of Lords, that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God, the Father. Can someone say hallelujah? I don't know about you, but when I am reminded of this truth, my soul does backflips and my spirit leaps for joy. We who believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God have this hope, this faith, no less. But let us not stop here and rest on our laurels. The battle for souls rages on, and we who believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God have all been enlisted in the army of the Lord. Let us put on the helmet of salvation and let us raise our sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, according to Ephesians 6:17. May John 3:16-17 and 1 Timothy 3:15-16 be our battle cry. John 3:16 and 17 reads 
For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And 1 Timothy 3, 15 through 16, if I, and this is Paul, if I delay, you may know how one ought to behave in the household of God, which is the church of the living God, a pillar and buttress of the truth. Great indeed, we confess, is the mystery of godliness. He was manifested in the flesh, vindicated or justified by the spirit, seen by angels, proclaimed among the nations, believed on in the world, taken up in glory. I pray the thoughts shared from my heart and my spirit today by the spirit of the living God will resonate with you, will strengthen you, and will encourage you to get in the battle, stay in the battle, that we may be as prepared as was Paul, an apostle of God, who wrote in 2 Timothy 4, 7 through 8. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day. And not only to me, but unto all them also that love his appearing. I leave you with these sword drawn words of God. 1 Timothy 4, 10. For therefore we both labor and suffer reproach, because we trust in the living God, who is the Savior of all men, especially of those that believe. And I leave you with Hebrews 12, 22 through 24. But ye are come unto Mount Zion, and unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to an innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly and church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven, and to God the judge of all, and to the spirits of just men made perfect, and to Jesus the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of Abel. May we lay down our lives as a living sacrifice to serve as servant leaders in the army of the living God, El Kaim. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May you be safe and well until we meet and speak again. God bless you.